Hey, dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 353. We had a big scrimmage in Athens and a good week of fall camp. Let's go. Dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 353. God, 353. 853, 353. A lot of damn shows. Old dog. I am deep, deep into the Kool-Aid right now. I'm just telling you. I, I have the rose-colored glasses on. I've got my 2005 well, SEC championship hat on right now. I am, I am feeling it. After this scrimmage yesterday, we are 20 days from Clemson, buddy. Yes, indeed, and and that is going to tell us a lot. And I think the Clemson game is going to be real, real interesting because it's going to be, you know, Clemson is going to have a real good defense coming back. Yeah, we're going to have what I hope is going to be a real good offense coming back. They've got a question mark on offense, and we've got a question mark on uh, on defense. And it's, it's going to be strength on strength, isn't it? it it's going to be strength on strength, and it's going to be whose weakness is really better taken care of during spring and and preseason practice coming up. So it is going to be real interesting, and we are going to know a whole lot more than we do right now. Uh, come Saturday, what is it, the thirtieth? Yeah, man. Yeah. Twenty days from now, we're less than three weeks. Man, it is. Uh, hope, hope does spring eternal. It sure without does, a, without a doubt. And uh, you know, I'm as excited as I can be. Again, I, again, we're going undefeated, and we're going to win a national championship. I'm telling you, man. Okay, so big news out of the scrimmage. Two big news. I'll tell you this, man. I have some friends that are Clemson fans. And I'm not, I know I'm this and that and the other, and I'm crazy and all that. But I'm telling you, I think we may have four running backs better than any running back that Clemson has right now. We we very likely may have four running backs better than their number one. And that, and that way, that may be. But again, that's that's three too many as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but I'm talking about the embarrassment of riches we have on offense, buddy. Big news out of the scrimmage: Keith Marshall is back, yeah, 100%. Ones on ones, first string offense ran against the first string defense. Keith Marshall carried the ball more than anybody else. Keith Marshall is a hundred percent back, buddy. And the other news is. I mean, I know I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but I'm telling you, I'm really excited about Nick Chubb. I mean, I want to talk about two different running backs, and neither of them are named Todd Gurley. Nick Chubb, man, I'm telling you, this is a guy who likes contact. He is more in that Todd Gurley mold. He's uh, very small, very short. He's He's thicker than Keith Marshall, 
but he's not like Keith Marshall at all. He's not even 100% like Todd Gurley. This guy is – I guess he, he's like Nick Chubb. He is a punishing running back, old dog. I'm telling you what. Let me let me let me throw a name out there for you. And I saw another guy make this com- this thing too. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Do you remember Adrian Peterson in college? The one that played for Oklahoma, or the one that played for Georgia Southern. I'm talking about the one that played for Georgia Southern. People talk about the one that played for o- Oklahoma. I'm talking about the one that played for Georgia Southern. More than any other back that maybe I've seen in a long time, that kid that ran the ball for Georgia Southern would go out of his way. He would slow down and turn into the defenders in order to hit them. He would turn on purpose to hit defenders. Like, let's say he's running down the sideline and there's a safety coming over on an angle, but he's not going to make it. This guy would turn and run over and hit him on purpose, you know? I saw it, dude, in Sanford Stadium. He sought out contact. I'm telling you, Nick Chubb is the same kind of running back. He wants you to hit him. He wants to hit you. This is You saw Coach Rick, the quote after the game yesterday, said, that Nick Chubb is a going to be really good. His specialty is yards after contact. He needs the contact. He wants the contact. Man, it's really cool to see a running back like that. This guy is a punishing runner, a very punishing runner. Well, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. We are stocked at running back for the next three years at least. We really are. And, I mean, man, we're stocked at receiver, too, it seems like. How about this kid, Isaiah McKenzie? You know, everybody got excited about Isaiah McKenzie's kickoff return that went for a touchdown. And then it turns out it wasn't exactly a live kickoff return, you know? No, and, you know, and and that's a double-edged sword because – and that's the thing that you have with scrimmages anyway. I'm not going to get real excited – about a guy returning a kickoff against our kickoff coverage team because that's where we've been sorely lacking anyway on special (laughs) teams. So the fact that we had a guy return does not make the old dog happy at all. Yeah, are you excited about that? I would love to hear hear that our special teams – A, I would – love to know that our special teams found a kicker that could actually kick the damn ball out of the end zone and we wouldn't have to worry about coverage at all you because and you can get as excited about as isaiah mckenzie as you want but every other team in the sec other than us kicks the damn ball out of the end zone and we ain't gonna have a whole lot of returns now he may do well on punt returns time will tell and see if he but, even tries on punt returns, I'm going to be excited, right? Exactly. Let's just have a punt return, first of all. But you know what? I'm glad you brought up the thing about um, kickoffs because I've got a little bit of – I've got a little uh, note for you on that, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Did you see where they talked to Marshall Morgan? Marshall Morgan, you know, had a really great season last year. He had a terrific season last year. But in his own words, he said 
there's one part of his game that needs improvement, and that was kickoffs, right? Exactly. So Old Dog, last year, he got a touchback on 17 of 72 kickoffs. That is 23.6%. But he claims he has changed his footwork and shortened to get a little more explosiveness off the tee. And he claims, here's the quote, old dog, are you ready to get a blue vein throbber, my friend? Uh, yes. The quote from Marshall Morgan. This is my Cialis moment right here. I can consistently get them in the back now. Pretty much every time I can put it in the back of the end zone unless there's a crazy wind in my face or something. Marshall Morgan said. Well, the biggest and the biggest thing on that is will the coaching staff allow him to do that? Because apparently Blair Walsh could, because once he got to the pros and started kicking for Minnesota, I don't think I don't think he ever had a return in his right. rookie season. So I mean, again, I think it's and and I hope Morgan has the leg strength to do it. But more importantly, I hope our coaching staff has got their head out their ass on this kickoff stuff and doesn't think that a pooch kick or kicking it high to the five-yard line is the way to go. Because the way to go is to kick it out of the end zone. (laughs) So, well, evidently, I mean, at least what he's saying is, he Marshall Morgan himself is saying, old dog, I hear you. He's got the ability. We're on board with that plan. I'm making changes to put your plan into motion, and I have succeeded in executing on the plan that you want, which is a touchback every single time. And and if the kicker, if, if the five guys that we've got coaching special teams, if whoever is in charge of what we're going to, how deep we're going to kick the ball, if if that coach says my goal is to never have a return to have it kicked into the end zone deep every time i would i would go and kiss him on the 50 yard line is that some kind of code for like you'd kiss him on the 50 yard line is that code for like a body part or something no no i i oh, you mean him on, on the actual 50 on the actual 50 yard line i kiss him <laughs> on the forehead Oh, kiss him on the forehead. I yes. thought you were trying to, you know, surreptitiously uh, name another body part, maybe. Or no, something. no, absolutely a Belly button not. or something like that? No. Uh, okay, so a couple other notes just to bring you guys up to speed. Uh, I will tell you this in case you're wondering. Justin Scott Wesley is a whole lot closer to playing than you might have thought. If you listen to the... Uh, interviews and stuff where he says he's at 70% or 75% and things like that. He's a whole lot closer to being ready to play than that would indicate. Um, he is nearly full speed in practice. However, as you already know, as you've known since last season, Malcolm Mitchell, not close to playing. Man, not ever close to what, playing ever again. I And, I, and I'm afraid your prophecy, prophecy is going to come true. Yes. That he is not ever going to play another down he will never play another down for the georgia bulldogs um i i honestly i think um i mean he's close to being he's close to being a bubble boy (laughs) a bubble boy 
What is the name of the lineman we had? I can't believe I can't remember it. It's like totally slipped my mind. The guy who like blew his knee out and rehabbed, blew his knee out and then rehabbed. And like he would like hurt his knee like on the first play of the first game every season. Really We've, great, a good lineman, just from a couple years ago. Come on. I'm going to get I, 17 I, emails about it. I um, can't anyway. remember any of our offensive linemen since Wayne McDuffie left. <laughs> you would know. Not Max Gene Gillis. Who is the guy? I'm thinking about somebody like that. But it wasn't Max Gene Gillis. It was another No, because he was actually good. Yeah, play. he was really good. No, but it was somebody like that, and it was just a sad story. The guy just kept hurting his leg, and then he ended up basically, you know, just oh, know. withdrawing I, medically. Name started with a T, Thornton or something like that. Nice. Cody. Cody somebody. I don't know. I can't believe I can't think of it. Anyway, you're just going to get a little email one day, and it's going to yeah. be like Malcolm Mitchell's decided to move on from football. And you we'll know? get a lot of emails telling us who this lineman was. I then. know, I know. But we'll I know who you're talking about. 1,700 emails. You're like, you idiots. It's just on the tip of my tongue. But anyway. I, and I tell you, instead of sending us emails, just send us some ginkgo biloba for our memories. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Write the answer to the trivia question down on the back of a $20 bill and send me that. How about exactly. that? That would work. Um Let's talk about Lorenzo Carter for a second. Let's talk about Jordan Jenkins and Lorenzo Carter. And let's talk about Ray Drew practicing with the threes right now. Dude, if you don't think Lorenzo Carter's the real deal, our five-star defensive guy, dude, Ray Drew is practicing with the third string right now. Lorenzo Carter. Another another five-star. Yes, Exactly. Lorenzo Carter, jewel, another crown jewel of the Isaiah Crowell class. <laughs> so wait, in and, my and, player and, updates, and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna slap myself too. I mean, here I am picking on poor Isaiah again, and there's no reason to. There's and I apologize. No what do you, what's Isaiah up to these days? Maybe maybe his dad will email us and tell us. I'm just curious. I mean, is he playing ball somewhere or Canadian I, league or something going, or arena football? Was, he was going somewhere as a uh, you know non-drafted, yeah, undrafted free agent. Yeah, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe he'll end up playing basketball in Greece. So here's the deal: Malcolm Mitchell not ready. Keith Marshall is ready. Justin Scott Wesley pretty damn close to being ready. Um, Jeb Blazevich, the uh, all-world, uh, everybody's excited about him kind of tight end guy, not as close to being ready as you think. He's uh he's trending down. Jeb Blazevich trending down. Justin Scott Wesley trending up. Malcolm Mitchell trending down. Lorenzo Carter trending up. Um, I'm really excited about uh, I'm really excited about this offense. Also, hey, one more big note out of the uh, scrimmage: no turnovers. You happy about that, old dog? No turnovers. Anytime we don't turn the ball over, I'm good. Uh you know, the things that I took away from the scrimmage and some of the stats, couple things. One good thing is Sterling Bailey, leading tackler. What position does he play? Defensive line. Not linebacker. I, right. You know, and I mean, you know, I, I think Rameek Wilson is a great player. I hope he gets back on the field here soon. But if you're a linebacker or a defensive back and you're the leading tackler in the SEC, that doesn't speak real well for the way your defense is playing. 
Exactly. And, you know, that that's no great honor to wear. And I want I would love for the leading tackler at the end of the end of this season to be a guy on our defensive line, not a linebacker chasing folks down after seven or eight yard gain. Right. And it looks like we're going that way again in scrimmage. You don't know what's going on. You don't know how much. One thing that does, and and I know this is going to shock people, that does concern me, is we still have no clue as to what's happening with our offensive line. Apparently, we're shuffling people in and out. We've got seven guys, supposedly, that can start. We don't know who's going to play where or what five are going to start, and that's a great concern to me because that tells me we don't know what in the world's going on and we don't have a very good offensive line. I agree. That is the biggest problem we have right now. That and, is the biggest uh, problem we have right now. I mean, the fact that we don't know and the fact that Will Friend is still like, you know, burning the midnight oil to figure out what the mix is going to be and stuff. I had hoped considering we have a lot of returning starters from last year that this, you know, and we actually mentioned this on an earlier show a couple weeks ago. I had really hoped that this would be nailed down by now, you know? Well, you would. And, you know, I mean, it, it just, and I don't mean to be pessimistic about it. I hope they can gel and we're going to have to, because we start off. I mean, we're going to start off against one of the better defenses in the country. We're going to need to know what we're doing. And when your best offensive lineman that everyone's talking about this Theus guy again, I mean, man, they were benching him last year because he was getting his ass beat constantly. Oh, man. And, you know, I mean, I I watched, again, the Auburn game. ESPN was running like the best 10 games of the season. And I was hoping, I watched it again, hoping that maybe the fact that Matthews, had gone and uh and Josh Harvey Clemens had gone, maybe the outcome of the game would be different. It didn't. That same right. the guys again just tap the ball up in the air and let him go. But you know, you watch some of that. Theus had no clue as to what was going on. That guy was running around him like you wouldn't believe, you know, from Auburn. So again, if that's the best we've had have, I hope he has gotten a whole lot better. Now, and I know Carter, apparently he and Carter got into a little bit of practice uh, once or twice, which is a good thing because you want your offensive line just as mean as rattlesnakes. And yes. I think, and and we've been you want soft. You like Ben Jones. We have been real, real soft on our offensive line for a long, long time. And I'm calling them out this year. We need to get, we need to get down and dirty and mean. I love it. I love it. I totally agree. We need a little more Ben Jones, and uh, you know we need a little more of that attitude. Guys that are guys that'll eat nails. You know that's the kind exactly. of guys we need, man. Um, yeah, I tell you what. What you know, the other big stir we saw this week. You're right about the offensive line, by the way. I, I know. I'm just and, I'm just, and that to me, that to me is a bigger concern than our defensive backfield. I agree. I agree because that's something that really positively affects us 
I think, uh, you know, on a higher frequency than well, bad they, defensive backs. You saw the scrimmage yesterday, no big plays given up. That was a great thing. I mean, you know, that, that if we're looking to limit that big play, that really limits the damage that the defensive backfield can cause. But yeah, but you also heard, but but then in interviews, you also had Hudson Mason saying, you we know, really we, going didn't, for the big we didn't go for the home run. We didn't throw. So, you know, I mean, scrimmages are good. They're fun to see. It's a little bit better than a practice, but we're not really going to know what we've got until we take the field against Clemson on the 30th. You're right. And see and see what happens against a team that wants to beat us. Hmm. So that's where we're at. Did you see the video of Nick Chubb knocking Merritt Hall down? I, I did. That was good. I bet you Mayor Hall won't sleep on Nick Chubb again, will he? Never. I'm going to hit you hard and take you off your feet. That was just an amazing video. I'm sporting full wood over this uh, Nick Chubb deal right now. You might say I have a – you might say you've I have got a Nick a, Chubb. You, you, you've got a <laughs> – That's going to be the name of the new Kool-Aid. The Nick that, Chubby. The Nick Chubby. I, I, that's – I'm telling you – I'm on this Nick Chubb. I'm on the Nick Chubb bandwagon right now. Not that don't don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from our man TG3. Todd Gurley number three is the man. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just excited. I'm really excited to to possibly be able to reload with another hard hitting runner. I mean, not that I dislike Keith Marshall in any way. I like that that speed concept. But I like a guy that will put his head down and blow a linebacker up. I just I love a punishing running back, and I think that's what Nick Chubb is. You know what I like is a punishing running back that can run fast as hell. <laughs> yeah, and, that's even and, great, and, and even that better. running back and that running back's name is Herschel Walker. <laughs> Nick Chubb's pretty damn quick too, man. Yeah, really pretty damn quick. Um, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. But anyway, guys, it was a great scrimmage. We've had good opening week. Not a lot of injuries. Don't worry about the defensive stuff. Uh, Leonard Floyd, green jersey. Shadow Fintig and a green jersey. Um, we're going to be okay there. J-Room's going to be okay. Uh, where everything's good. What, what else you got, old dog? That's it's all, really it. It's all I'm, good in the land of Bulldogs right now. Oh, abs- absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, we're going to beat the hell out of Clemson. We're going to take South Carolina to the mat. There's nobody in the world that can beat the Georgia Bulldogs right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got that. Except, except ourselves. I tell you what, man. Todd Gurley, he, he, I think he, he's lost a little weight. I think he's added some speed. Gurley, Marshall, Chubb, man, I am so ready to get this football season started. I am jacked. Well, we have been waiting a long, long time, and and last year is just a is an old memory and one that we need to put aside and try to forget. It's just an aberration, you know, on the Georgia on the Georgia football radar. Copy every, that. Every now and then, you have a season where just everything goes wrong, and and let's hope last year was was that season. And let's hope this season is one where everything's going to go right. That's right. I mean, you think about, like you said, the injuries, man. Losing Gurley, losing Marshall, losing Wesley, losing Mitchell, losing. God, we lost so many different different you players know, last year. You know, year. but the thing was, 
even losing all of those people on offense, we still had so much there. We kept going and we kept scoring. I mean, last year it was our defense that lost us ball games. I know we finished ranked I mean, eighth with, in offense, and I mean, we lost Justin doubt. Scott Wesley for eight games, Malcolm Mitchell for every game, Keith Marshall for eight games, Chris Conley, Michael Bennett both missed two games, Jay Rome missed five basic, games, and Gurley was basically healthy for one. Gurley was I mean missed even when three he came games back. outright missed and, half and of the Clemson game. And he wasn't Todd Gurley when he came back. Either. I know. I mean he was, and even being Todd Gurley at seventy percent. He was far better than just about any other running back in the country, but he still wasn't 100% Todd Gurley. He's 100% now, though, baby. Yeah, and let's just hope we've got an offensive line that can open up some little slivers of a hole for him. That's really my biggest concern at this point. I think we're going to be okay on defense. Of course, I said the same thing last year, and look what happened. But, But my biggest concern this year is our offensive line and the fact that right now, I mean, we don't need to be in flux 20 days before we tee it up against what presumably could be a top 10 team and definitely a top 25 team. I totally agree. I'm just excited. I'm ready to get this thing going. Absolutely. And and, and thank heavens that, that DirecTV and the SEC network have reached an agreement. Got it all worked out. Cause that's, cause that's what we've got here in the bunker. We've got direct TV. That's exactly right. We're a direct TV. Matter of fact, uh, if you look on one of the goalposts, you'll see our little satellite. Right there beside the Ugga graveyard <laughs> is where our little dish is. Um, it's fantastic. Um, dog fans, we're ready to go. We have some exciting news. In addition to the regular Dogcast app, that's going to be coming out in about 10 days, just before the season starts, and also our super cool T-shirt, which will be coming out in time for the first game as well. Um, we have some more news. Old Dog doesn't even know about this. This is such super fresh news. And I'm not even going to break it yet, because we're still working on some deals. We're working on some contracts. But I'll just let you guys know, the Dogcast is fixing to, we're fixing to take it to another level in terms of distribution, in terms of availability. In addition to the app that we're going to be posting for ourselves, you're going to have a chance. Old Dog, I'm just going to tell you, 24-7 Dogcast. Just oh, 24-7 Dogcast everywhere, all the time, all you can eat, Dogcast. I thought maybe you were going to say the ban had been lifted and the people in China could listen to us. No. Ban is still in place behind the Great Wall. The Chai Coms still hate us, except we still have a bunch of listeners on the Shanghai subway. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, we're going to have to get we're going to have to get Genghis Khan or, or somebody to break down that wall and and storm into China with the dog cast. Absolutely. That's what we should need to do, man. All right, guys. That's about it for the dog cast. It was a great scrimmage. We've got 20 days to the first game, and I am deep, deep into the Kool-Aid. And it uh, cannot and it cannot come soon enough. You got that right, buddy. Let's get with it, dog fans. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Call us at 706-363-0210. If you know the name of that offensive lineman that I can't think of that hurt his leg like three years in a row, um, I can't believe I can't remember, 706-363-0210. And our uh, email is dogcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle, at dogcast. 
Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and go dogs. 